Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Headspace Studios. Hi, it's Sam here. Welcome to Radio Headspace and to Monday. So lately, the topic of attachment in child development has garnered a lot of attention. And if you're not familiar with this concept, attachment is something that developmental psychologist John Bowlby described as the human need to form a strong bond to your caregiver during the first years of life. Understanding our attachment patterns can shed light on relationship patterns and help us to heal from disruptions in the safety and security of our early childhood relationships. Because when we know the cause of something we want to change, it's much easier to change it. Our attachment style reflects the security or insecurity of our primary bonds in early childhood. And that affects our ability to bond in adult relationships, both in friendships and romantic partnerships. And it heavily influences our ability to regulate stress and maintain physical health. For example, if a caregiver left suddenly in our childhood, we may fear that our romantic partner will leave us too. 
and that can lead to trust issues. Any discussion of attachment begins with what became known as the strange situation experiment. And this experiment was designed by researcher Mary Ainsworth, who temporarily separated one-year-olds from their caregiver and placed them in a room with a stranger to observe their reactions. Ainsworth identified four main attachment styles based on how the child behaved. Those styles are known as secure, avoidant, ambivalent, and disorganized attachment. So let's take a moment to unpack each one. A secure attachment is our best case scenario. In essence, it's when we know someone is attuned to us, when we feel seen and felt by another person. This behavior is marked by the child showing signs of missing their caregiver when they leave and greeting them with relief when they return. This ideal attachment pattern usually indicates that the primary caregivers are meeting the child's need for attention and attunement. But what if a child shows no signs of distress when the caregiver leaves the room and active avoidance of that person when they return? This signals an avoidant attachment. It could mean that the child's distress is met with indifference at home. If a child is ambivalently attached, they display clingy behavior when the parent tries to leave, and they're not soothed when the parent returns. This usually indicates inconsistency and warmth and attention from the caregiver. Sometimes they respond and show attention, and sometimes not at all. This tends to lead to an overactivation of attachment circuitry, meaning clinginess from fear. And lastly, we have the disorganized attachment, and this one is one of the most detrimental. It occurs when a caregiver shows a severe lack of attunement and exhibits behavior that's scary to infants. In this case, the child is terrified when they return. As we would expect, Adults who were securely attached as children can better attune to others and display emotional balance, flexible responding, empathy, and moral awareness. Avoidantly attached adults tend to be more emotionally restricted, controlling, and aloof. Ambivalently attached adults tend to show anxiety and insecurity in relationships. And adults with disorganized attachment tend to have major impairments in their ability to relate to others and regulate their emotions. So, after all this information, I think we need a nice, slow, deep breath. And during this pause, just see if you notice any self-diagnosing thoughts and just allow them to come and go without believing them right away. As any psych or medical student will tell you, it is human nature to begin identifying with and diagnosing ourselves as we learn about various mental health disorders. And this may have felt like a lot of bad news, but the great news is that we have the power to repair less than ideal childhood attachment patterns. And if you'd like to know more about how understanding these patterns can be really useful, UCLA psychiatry professor Dan Siegel offers a course on making sense of your life experiences and understanding their effects on your current relationships. We'll put a link in the episode notes. In tomorrow's episode, we'll explore ways in which mindfulness meditation helps us to reparent ourselves. 
Until then, take care and I'll see you back here soon. Hi, everyone. It's Dora. If you like radio headspace, I have a feeling you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring each mindfulness teacher from Radio Headspace and our wonderful host, Robin. We're answering your questions and sharing our unique perspectives on life, relationships, and just about everything else. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy listening, friends.